I'm going to be fine. I'm sure I don't have anybody feeling sorry for me. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, by the way, I told you last week about that cast net. See that cast net? You remember that story last week, that joker? $400 cast net wanted $40 for it. You know, and I'm like, no, I can't give you no $40. I went back and I saw if it was still there. I gave him $40 for it. Because that was a good net. That was a handmade net, and it just it just bothered me, you know. And I gave it to Mitch, you know. Yeah, but anyway, I'm expecting to get something out of that net. That's what I'm saying. Don't think I gave the net just because I'm being nice. No, I'm giving net so I can get some fish. Okay, yeah. Here we go. You know, last week was a message on fishing and reaching people. How many were here last week? Can you see here? So a lot of you. Good, 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 good. Well, I'm doing a part two to that this week. It's just really important. We're going to reach people, grow our church. And totally different message in the first hour. You ought to get that one, too, because it was on how not to grow a church. About this joker I called a jerk over in Third John. His name's Diotrephes. That's how you don't do it in the first hour. Okay? Check that out sometime. But uh, online, you can get those messages. But today, how we do it. Okay, let's just talk about it. Amen. Love makes church a desirable place. Say that with me. Love makes church a desirable place. I mean, honestly, get up on Sunday morning. I can do it out of duty. I'm good at that. I mean, you give me a duty to do and tell me when I'm supposed to be there and I can do it. But man, sure is nice if church could be something more than just duty. Be nice if we can come and come to this place because we love coming. Because we're going to receive love. We're going to give love. Amen. How many, you didn't just receive it today, but you gave some love to somebody today already. Can I see a little hand? You've been giving some love. How many received some kind of love from somebody today? An act of love. That's what we want to be here. Okay, church is not desirable to a lot of people. They feel judged there. Okay. We preach the word here. And if the word gets on your toes, gets on my toes, that's life. Amen. But we can preach the word in love, preach truth in love. Amen. And even though I get a little cantankerous and a little loud and all that kind of stuff, but I hope that once you get to know me more, that you'll see that I love you and I do love you, period, flat out. Okay. And that whole first message was all about that. We, we accept everybody here. You understand that? Yes or no? Yeah, but they involved in this kind of sin. Well, what kind of sin are you involved in? We're all screwed up. He's the one that ain't. He's the one that we need help. We need help. We need help. We need help. We want everybody to come and be changed. Amen? And start following Christ. That's beautiful. That's why we're here. What's going to make that happen? Love. 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 I want Fellowship Church to be a place where people want to come. Amen? I want to, you know. And yeah, the music's good. And, and you know, the donuts are fantastic. Amen? Come on. And the preaching's a little crazy, you know, but whatever. But the fact of the matter is, you know what makes it all go together? Love. Love. Men showing up on a Sunday morning in a pickup truck out there praying with me for 45 minutes. That's love. People getting here early and setting up everything. Not paid. Love. Amen. I don't have to tell the people, oh, stand at this door, get at this door, get at this door, go over here, go over here. Did you know what? They're just there. Love. Amen? Say. Love. That's what makes us a great 
place, but we want to talk about it. What causes a church to not be effective in reaching and reeling in people for the Lord? We talked about fishing. What causes one to not be effective? Just push me now, Rog, as much as you can. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to be in chapter 12 and 13. You know 1 Corinthians 13 is a love chapter, right? That's where we're going to be today, those two chapters. What causes a church to be a place where people don't want to come? That there should be no what? Schism in the body. But that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members what? Rejoice with it. Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. And God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues or languages. All Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Have all the gifts of healings? Do all speak with tongues or other languages? Do all interpret? But covet, say verse 31 with me, but covet earnestly the best gifts. Really loud now. And yet, show I unto you a more excellent way. And then, by the way, that's going to be 1 Corinthians 13 coming at you. Love. Okay? And churches, I tell you what, we can get, we can get messed up if anything on that screen we put before love. Did y'all hear me? Love, man. So what makes a church ineffective? Here we go. That there be no schism in the body. There should be no what? Schism. No schism. Just keep pushing me. Okay? No schism. That means, you know, no bickering, fighting. You know, I believe this, you believe that. That's crazy. Guys, this is the body. You wouldn't do that to your body. Pick on part of your body. Ah, I don't like your arm. Just so beat your arm up. You lost your mind. We don't do that in the church. No schism. But that the members should have the same care one for another. There should be care one for another. Just keep looking. Just going to keep rolling with this. But covet earnestly the best gifts. Okay? That's exactly what it says. Just put it up again. And yet I show unto you a more excellent way. So now let's just roll on into it. Just roll on into it with me. Many churches today are cold. Years ago I recorded the song, You're as cold as ice. Willing to sacrifice your love. I mean, I was like, yeah. But I didn't do it. I didn't do it. So I could just say I did a foreigner song. I did it because if you listen to that song, it's just like so many churches. They're as cold as ice and deader than a hammer. And as a man, I'm going to tell you this right now. I wouldn't get up and go. I'm going to tell you that right now. I need something. You know, I got to have something. All right? And I want something to be here. And I want that something to be love. And I want, love's amazing because love got a lot, of part, uh, a lot of things related to it. It's exciting. It's exciting. Love's exciting. So listen, many churches are cold as ice. Pop it up. They're full of divisions. Exactly what I just read. Schisms. Divisions. Okay? Full of divisions. We don't want that here. Y'all listening? Yes or no? Amen. Come on. And we don't have it. And when we do have it, there's eight doors out of here. Find one of them. A house divided ain't going to stand. We didn't work so hard here to have a bunch of crap. Amen. Say, come on. That's, that's important, man. How many would say, I've been in a church that was divided and was schism, and it just broke my heart. Can I see your hand? 
That is sad. That is sad. Amen. Say, I'll fight against that. That's something worth fighting for, right? Unity, man. We want a church that's hot, baby. Not cold. Number two, they lack genuine compassion for people. That's what that, that passage says. We need genuine compassion for people. People matter. Why do you say that, Clark? Why do you say I matter, I have value? So I can try to, I'm trying to show you genuine compassion. We shouldn't just go by people. When somebody's talking to us, I know we do it. I do it. I mess it up. But listen, we need to stop. Take time for folks. They matter. Amen. And not just here at the church, especially outside the church. Amen. Come home. You matter. You deserve time. But so do other people deserve your time. Got it? Keep looking. Number three, they don't keep the main thing the main thing. Why are churches cold? Somewhere along the way, they got off the rail. They run off the rail. Jesus, preaching the gospel, loving people. That's why we put it on everything we do. We love Jesus. We love people. Why? Because if I get thick in the head, I can look back at where we came from. We love Jesus. We love people. Y'all got that? That's the main thing here. Do y'all have this and y'all have that and y'all do this? We might not. But do you love Jesus? Absolutely. Do you love people? Without a doubt. Amen? And I t- that's what he said. You love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and you love your neighbor as yourself. And I tell you, we need to keep the main thing the main thing. And we, we will not go cold if you do that. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Come on. Listen. And this isn't just me, guys. This is, I'm talking to the church today. It's not just on me. It's for you to get your tail up and walk over here and talk to somebody. Not just me. We want to do that here. Amen. Say, we don't know who's new and who ain't. we got so many coming. Beautiful. Amen. We know there's a lot of NBCs, but t- trust me, we're doing very well. Amen. So we got different people coming. Snowbirds are coming back. And I feel bad sometimes. Like I met some again this morning, and I immediately don't know you. I feel bad when I don't. But it's a come and go thing here, and it's a little bit tough on the old brain sometimes. Amen. But I work at it. Why? Because you really matter. We want to keep the main thing the main thing. It's about the people. Amen? Say. Come on. Number four, churches are cold because they're content with mediocrity. Well, you know, we're doing about as good as them other folk over there doing. You know, we're doing okay. I mean, no, we ain't doing, you know, but we're all right, I guess. It's good. I'm not content. I've got problems. I'm not content. Same way with football. I was so ticked off, angry. Our football team's 0-5. Are you kidding me? How can you be the cop, the, uh, you win your district last year and all of a sudden you 0-5? There's no excuse for that. We could point to a couple of games, just penalties and mental errors. Lack of leadership. You know, I, mean, that's, that's for, I feel that way about us. I want us to win. Amen? Say, I want us to win. I want us to win. We're not going to please everybody. Well, so I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> I'm going to keep trying. Amen. If I can't please them and they go, I'm going to hope some more come. I'm going to try to work hard. Amen. Preaching the gospel, loving Jesus, loving people. Amen. Come on. So, three reasons the church is not effective in reaching and reeling in people for the Lord. You got more stuff up here. Just throw it at me. Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. Though I, we're starting in 1 Corinthians 13 now. Though I speak with the tongues of angels 
Been and have not charity, I become as a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. You can say something. You know what it is to say something. Somebody told you something and, oh, they, they <clears throat> didn't mean a thing. You know, oh, I love you. Yeah, right. Your actions don't show it. Say, amen, say. Talk is cheap. Okay? You can talk to flowery stuff. You might say, I talk in tongues. My question is, how do you talk to people? Sometimes we're worried more with some outward experience or expression of something, and yet we're not concerned about people. Paul said, I show you a more excellent way. Instead of you getting all wrapped up in tongues, why don't you get wrapped up in people? Did you all hear me, yes or no? Yeah, you ought to praise the Lord because that's important. Why don't you get wrapped up in people, man? Come on, use the tongue you got. And speak a language they can understand the language of love. That's huge, man. Okay? Talk is cheap. What you say with your mouth to men, women, boys, and girls, men, women, boys, it matters most. Amen. It's a beautiful thing, and all of us can do this, to talk encouragement to people. Now, some are better at it than others. But it's a beautiful thing to speak to somebody and see them down. All of a sudden you talk to them and they're getting their head up. That's a beautiful thing. Talk. It's cheap at a lot of churches. I don't want it cheap here. Religious speak is cheap. I do it on purpose. You don't hear me doing a lot of seminary stuff. And believe it or not, I have an education. But I would rather be real. I would rather be real and talk language. And sometimes I'll say a word... About the word crap sometimes. I know it's not the favorite choice of words of a lot of people. But sometimes that's appropriate because that's what it is. And that's real. Okay? Just, just talk it out of life. Religious speak is cheap. Talk is cheap. It can come across as not caring. Not going the extra mile for folks. Talk is cheap, guys. We need a church where we care, we talk, we, and we mean what we say. Make that extra effort. When we don't, that's not a good thing. Amen? So, number one, three reasons. Number one, we're getting somewhere. Hang on, we're reading. We're actually studying the Bible. You just might not be knowing it. We've already gone through some of 12, and now we're into 13, and we're going somewhere. Second reason, churches are cold. They're not reaching people. Number two, information overload. And I can be guilty of this at times. But at least I try, honestly, to keep the cookies on the bottom shelf. I think if you've got a third grade education, you can come in this room and hear me. Except you might have to say, no, you don't say that word. <laughs> Occasionally. The point is, information overload. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and have not love, I'm nothing. You can have all your flowery, high-dollar high talking speech you want. But if people ain't getting it, they ain't getting it. Amen? So we want to keep it real here. Not just the preacher. We want you to be that way. Your life is your life. The struggles of your life. Russ, you and I went to lunch. I found out about your life. Okay? I believe in you. And he communicated love to me. But I found out about his real life. He could find out about my real life. And matter of fact, when we went to lunch that day, you said to me, you and I have a lot in common. Remember saying that? Because I open up. 
talk. I'm not saying it's the easiest thing to do, but I think it's the right thing to do. Y'all hear me? Okay? Keep it real. Not this flyery above, you know, quoting all the Bible scriptures, all you know, whatever. I love the Bible. I love scripture. But life also needs to be mingled in there with it, with some love. Amen? Say. And you'll get somewhere. Information overload. Knowledge and wisdom, by the way, is to be what? Shared. Shared. Share your knowledge and your wisdom. That's a good thing. Not stored up. Not shoved down people's throat. We're talking about why is the church cold, not hot. We're going to get you to hot here in a minute. Listen. For me to say, this is the way you need to do the way we do it. That don't work, does it? You know my kids are older now, Mitch and Elise. Now I got Danny and Abby. Hey! They'll go, they'll stop in their track. I do that with Mitch and Elise. They'll go, Whatever. I don't shove down thing works some when they're young, amen. But listen, we don't want to do that here. We don't want to shove down people the stuff down people's throat here. Amen, yes or no? I believe the way I believe. Of course it's Jesus, period. It's Jesus, period. But we're a non denominational church. If I if you do something I don't believe, this this is scripture and you ask me, I'll probably say, Well, I don't believe that. If you don't like me for telling you the truth, that's your problem. It's really not my problem. You understand? But the point is is that we're in the body of Christ. We're going to have different opinions, different. We shouldn't be shoving stuff down people's throat. Yes or no? Did I lose you or not? I don't know about that one. Number three. Why are churches cold? Information overload. But here's something. Knowledge and wisdom is to be shared. And I put the word here, not stoical. Not stoical. What does that mean? There needs to be emotion and passion. But not just from the pastor. There needs to be people in our body. I'm telling you, we have emotion and we're passionate about what we do. We're passionate about our church. We're passionate about building this thing debt free. We did it. Amen. Come on. Praise God. Let's praise the Lord again. Come on. Yeah. You got to be passionate. I wouldn't want to go to a church where the preacher wasn't passionate. You know, I'm always having to prop him up. Amen. Y'all hear me or not? I'm just talking. I want emotion. We want that here. Not just knowledge. And I can, you know, no emotion. Da, 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 da. Well, I'm going to be going out the door. <sighs> Y'all hear me? We're talking about us here, by the way. Our message is supposed to help people here. If our messages aren't helping people, I'm not doing my job. I'm not helping you grow in the Lord and know the Word and get stronger. Know that you're loved, that you matter, that you can make it, you can be strong. Hey, that's what we're about here. Our messages need to be what? Understood. Plain English. I don't have too many people. Occasionally I'll get on. Like, I might be doing the book of Revelation soon. Probably in the first service. I'm really not sure. The fact of the matter is, I might say some things there that's going to be like, Woo, where is he going? Where is he going? But generally speaking, I don't want you to be doing that. I don't want you to go, I didn't understand. How many of you understood so far what we've talked about this morning? Are you lost? Okay, I got about half of you. Okay, whatever. Here we go. Our messages here need to be real to life. Real to life. It's not easy. And matter of fact, I try to draw back a little. There's a lot of lines I'd like to cross and just go all in and spill my guts. But it'd be hard on my kids. And it might be hard on some of y'all. But I still want to use real life things that I've gone through 
Because I only know my life. And I like to share that. And when we talk messages, I like to make them real to life. Even though it hurts sometimes to open up. I'm asking you to open up to people. Share your junk. And just don't share somebody else's junk. How about some of your own? <laughs> Amen. Say. How they, can, how they can know that they can make it. They see somebody up here, man. They, they don't think they can get there. But if they see somebody right here, they think they can make it. Love does that. Here they need to be biblical. Our messages need to be from the Bible. We're not just singing kumbaya here, okay? All right? Not preaching from Newsweek. Like you've heard me this morning so far, and even though it, you know, I've been talking a lot, we've been having the Scripture up there too. 1 Corinthians 12, how not to do it. 1 Corinthians 13, a more excellent way. Third thing that will kill a church to keep it cold, dead sacrifice. Verse number 3. Dead sacrifice. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body, look at me, give it my body, to be burned, and I don't have love, it didn't profit me a dime's worth of nothing. Amen? Dead sacrifice. Just come at duty. A church will die and be cold if you just come just because I'm supposed to, that's what I'm supposed to do. It's Sunday. You know? Who wants to hang out with people like that? Say, I don't. Now, I like duty and coming. I understand that. But come on, man. Our sacrifices be a living sacrifice. Amen? Say, a living sacrifice. That's why I love, you know, I tend to my music style would be Southern Gospel and be hymns. That's me. That's Gary. Okay? I'd just tap my toe and I'd be Southern Gospel. I like some contemporary, too. Don't get me wrong. I love the stuff we're doing. But you know what? I love the fact that through our music, we're being challenged. We're being challenged to be alive. Amen. Say. Come on. I love that. I love some energy. Y'all don't sound like y'all like energy. Y'all like energy? Say. You like a little energy? Come on. Can you imagine just... And then me getting up and go, Come on. Hey, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Energy gets energy. Amen. It's what we want here. Dead sacrifice. No, living, living, living. We want to be alive. Also, here's another thing. If I do all that, i got a dead sacrifice. I'm just going through the motions. I really don't love people. I really don't care about people. But I'm coming to church. But I really don't care. If we're doing ministry, but we really don't care. It's a, it's a dead sacrifice. Doing that without love, it profits us nothing. And I've written something here. Giving, giving without love is cruel and weird. Giving without love is cruel and weird. You ever got a gift from somebody and you know they don't love you? And they do it out of duty. They might get you a little something or even make you a little cake. Keep your cake. You eat it. You understand where I'm coming from or not? We want at this church, we're giving... And it's giving out of love. And I don't, I don't want it just for our church. I want it in our town. This is a great town. That's why I say this is my town. It's a great town. To go to that ball game the other night with an 0-5 record. Who would even come out to see a team with an 0-5 record? Englewood will. And I talked to another coach and he said it was the same way the other night at the volleyball game. 
And we're blessed to have so many coaches right here in our But this is a great town, guys. Amen? And to love and to love and to give, even when it don't feel good. But I mean, to love, man. That's what this town does. That's what we want in our community is love. Did I lose you again? Hope not. I get a little sideways sometimes. Sacrifice without sincerity is what? A church is just giving dead sacrifice. You know, getting up, yeah, kneeling down, whatever. Needs to be real. Amen. Come on. Let's move it. It does nothing for you that's of lasting significance. A dead Do you know? Do you think God knows what a dead sacrifice is when He sees one? Amen. Come on. He knows. But you know what? People were made in His image and His likeness. They can figure it out too. They can see when we're phony and we're fake and we're just going through the motions. Our sacrifice needs to be alive. Needs to be real. Okay. Keep going, buddy. Push me. Thanks. Now. Love makes a church a desirable place. So now we've dealt with the negative, I think. hope there's no more negative up there. Y'all feeling pretty down? Boy, let's see what we got. Love makes a church hot. This is one of my favorite passages of Scripture. Rome, I mean, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. One of my favorite passages of Scripture. Kim did a little picture before we got married. Love never fails. And had two little fi- had a bunch of little fish, but every little fish had somebody. Amen. It was cool. I love that. And if, come by the office. If I got some extras, I'll give you one. Amen. Come see me. But you got to come to the office. Here's what makes a church hot: Fellowship Church. It's on us now. So wake up. Here we go. We don't want to do what we just we just talked about. This is what we want to be right here, guys. Fellowship Church should be a place where. Let's go with with the. I keep saying Romans, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Love suffers long. Okay? Fellowship church, we're long-suffering. Watch somebody does something wrong, gives a crossword, says something we don't like, we're long-suffering. You hear me? Period. That's who we are. We're long-suffering. Because that's what love is. Amen? You like it when somebody, does you do anything, just a little thing, they blow up, they just run, they take all their stuff and leave? You like people like that say, I don't. I want to be a body of Christ that's long-suffering. Amen? Next, and is kind. Fellowship Church should be a place where we're kind. I tell people I'm the meanest person here. Amen? Come on. Listen, we're kind to folk. Say that. We're kind to folk. You might not say that, but it's a good thing to say. We're kind to folk. Amen? We're kind to folk. That's what we are. Here, there, everywhere. Something goes wrong at the public's line, we're still kind. Our restaurant, we don't get our food. Just like last night, I was about thirst to death. I was at a restaurant. Because I drink a lot. But probably the waiter, he's already given me two drinks. You know what I'm saying? You know, soda, and so I'm drinking, and so it's like, yeah, but I'm me. I only like nine. You know, and I could have said something to him and been like, hey, hey, hey. And I know sometimes Kim worries about me, but I try to stay kind. Amen? I try to stay kind. Listen, we need to be kind, people. Come on. Love envies not. At Fellowship Church. We should be happy for other people's success. When one prospers in the body, we should all be happy. I feel that way about it in town. 
when a, one of our businesses or anybody, come on, good, good, great, good, amen. That's how we should be in the church, not like, well, I can't believe they do and they get that and I don't get nothing. Well, you don't get nothing because you're sorry mouth like that. Amen, say, come on. We're happy for people, happy for people. Even when you ain't happy, you put on that happy. Come on. Love, boneth not itself, is not puffed up. We're big on God here. We ain't big on Gary here. We're big on God here. Amen? I'm just like you. You're just like me. Somebody's got to do the preaching. I understand that. But we ain't big on me. We're big on Him. If you knew everything and all my thoughts and everything I did, I'd disappoint you so bad. It ain't even funny. He is holy, holy, holy. Amen? Say, we're big on God here. Hello? Hello, hello? Here we go. We're getting it. Good, good, good. No problem. That was a great little break. Here we go. Ready? (laughs) Keep looking. Keep looking. Fellowship Church should be a place. Doth not behave itself unseemly. We're a blessing to the Lord. Amen? This church is designed to be a blessing to the Lord. Amen? Okay? We know we're sinners here. We get that. But we behave ourselves in a way where we ought to behave. Y'all get that one or not? All right. Seeketh not her own is not easily provoked. We seek to please the Lord here. We seek to please the Lord. This is how Fellowship Church needs to be. We seek to please who here? The Lord. I appreciate it when you're nice to me and kind to me. And people ask me, what do you think, Pastor? Do you think we should do this? I appreciate that. But at the end of the day, it needs to be the Lord that we seek to please, not the pastor. Amen? But hopefully I'm on the right page, and I'll be happy with it too. Amen? That's the plan. It's not easily provoked. We're controlled by the Holy Spirit. Won't fly off the handle here. Say I was on a bus trip, a Christian bus trip years ago. I used to do these for the church, not this church, another church. It was just something I did. It wasn't my job, but it was something I loved to do. Loved to be with people, loved to take them places in the South. And I had a guy on the trip. We had 66 people on the bus. And, and I had an old joker that got up and led some singing. He was good. He was kind as the day is long. Anyway... He was kind. He got up and led some singing. And this guy, I guess didn't like singing, some old cantankerous fellow, big joker, he just, he just got so angry at that guy on my bus and started cussing him. I was only like 25, 26 years old, 27. I don't know how old it was, something like that. I'm going to tell you something right now. You don't go off on somebody here. Amen? Yes or no? That's not, that's not, it ain't acceptable somewhere outside this church. That's horrible. I got, you, you need us to say, guess what? I was in Orlando, Florida when that happened. He got another ride home. He got another ride home. He sued me, brought a case against us. We gave him his money back, settled the case. How about that? Amen. I'm serious about this, guys. Y'all hear me yes or no? 
One thing you'll hear me talk a lot about. Now, see, music people can be crazy. I'm just because I'm, I'm a music guy. And we sing, and we can be a little emotional, and we can be a little crazy. I'm telling you. Okay? And why, that's why I always talk about the team up here, about how they get along. How they love each other. Isn't that right, Miss Karen? We don't tolerate nothing else. But it's nice when I don't have to lord over that or say, Hey, hey, get it in line. It's nice that when you all are loving and got that sweet spirit. Have I lost you again? Come on. I know this ain't maybe what... I'm just talking about how we make a church great and hot and how it'll grow if you listen. It's right from the Bible. Think of no evil. I put up there, we're positive. Why you got to think the worst? I struggle with this sometimes, but we need to be a positive place. Y'all hear me? But now we're not saying don't teach the Bible and just talk about stuff, other stuff all the time. Flyery little talks, talks. That's nice little talk, talk. We need the Word, guys. But we need to be positive. Positive about the Word, positive t- towards one another. Y'all listening? I don't have this problem much now, but over the years I've had it where somebody will say something to me like negative on a Sunday morning before I get up to speak. I'm the last person you want to say something negative to before I get up to speak. Because then I'll probably be negative through the whole sermon. And it probably won't be nice. I mean, it's just, I mean, I made that way. How many else is like that? If you're fixing to go do something, don't tell me something real negative before I get up there to do it. You like that? Going out on the boat. Well, you don't know how to drive the boat. Well, don't tell me now. (laughs) We're already here. (laughs) You know, come on. Oh, my gosh. Let's go. Here we go. Verse 6. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. We rejoice. This is how a church should be. We rejoice in good and godly things. And we rejoice in truth. Amen? Amen. That's who we should be. Rejoicing in the good things and the right things. Keep looking. Bears all things. We're overcomers. Say that with me. We're what? Overcomers. Guys, we don't come together every Sunday morning just to have a pity party. Say, there's a lot of pain in this room. From abuse to financial issues to marriage problems to all kinds of mess. But we're overcomers. Okay? We can make it. And I want to be that kind of person that says you can make it. You're, you can be strong. You're a, you're a conqueror. Okay, we're overcomers here. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things. We are believers here. Say that with me. We are what? Believers. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe the Bible. Amen? We believe we matter. We believe we have value. Amen? We believe, I said this to a lady, I don't know if I said this a couple of weeks ago or not, but I was up in Pennsylvania, sitting with a sweet old lady who used to sit on the second row at the church, at the high school. And I was talking to her about some of my struggles. She brought it up, so I went down there with her a long time. We talked about a lot of the mess and struggle and, you know, how I was hurt and stuff. And we talked, and I told her I'm different now. I matter. I have value. And I said this. I said, uh, God help me. And I said, I, I deserve to be loved. I'm lovable. And she just dropped her head on the table and started laughing in my face. 
This 80-something-year-old woman. <laughs> I do deserve to be loved. Who are you laughing at? She said, I just never heard anybody say it like that. Come on. We want to be that way here. We believe in you. We believe you deserve to be loved and that you don't deserve to be treated like crap. Excuse me. Amen. Say. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Where am I at? We're hopeful. Here at this church, we're hopeful. We're courageous. Say that with me. We're courageous and never lose what? That's winning. That's a winning thing for people when they see that you're courageous, that you never lose heart. That's one of our best testimonies in life is that you went through a bunch of mess and you made it through the other side and you kept on going for the Lord. Amen? That's what we want to be here. So this is good. I love this, guys. So fellowship is a place where, would you say it with me loud and we're almost done, aren't we, Raj? Thank you. You write long messages. No, I write them, believe me. But anyway, here we go. Fellowship is a place where, say it loud if you don't mind, we are... Amen. Love never fails, guys. Love never fails. Whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Keep looking. Divine revelation will cease. Languages shall stop. Knowledge shall be done away. Love will always work. Say that with me. Love will always work. We don't know everything, for we know in part. Verse 9. We prophesy in part. Keep looking. Push, push, push. We know in a partial, fragmentary, and incomplete way down here on this earth. And we utter divine revelations in the same way. We don't know everything down here, guys. Okay? Keep that in mind. We aren't perfect. We aren't perfect. But when that which is perfect, Jesus, is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. Amen? That's also the Word of God. But He's called the Word of God. That, that which is perfection will come. Then the partial, fragmental, incomplete will be done away with. Things we don't know, we will know one day. Okay, but the point is, we do know love, and love works right now. Stay on love, guys. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Keep looking. We aren't perfect, but we're getting there. We're growing, guys. Behave like a man who's grown, not like a child. That's what we need here at this church. A lot of churches are undesirable. Why, Pastor? Because they act like a bunch of babies. Okay? That's not who we are. Not who we're going to be. Amen? Come on. For now we see through a glass darkly, verse 12, but then we see face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as I am known one day. When we see Jesus Christ, we will know as we are known. Until then, you keep loving. You keep loving. Things you don't understand, you keep loving. You keep loving. God will bless that. Beloved, now we the sons of God that not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when Jesus shall appear, we'll be like Him, and we're going to see Him as He is. It'll all get settled one day. And now abides this. Faith, hope, and love. These three. Say it with me. But the greatest 
of these is the greatest of these is love. Have faith, be hopeful, and know the greatest thing we can do at Fellowship Church is to what? Love. love. Amen. Love Jesus Christ. Say it with me. Love Jesus Christ and love people. We're done. Amen. Praise the Lord this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. It's a good word.